Hey everyone, it's Brady from the Hot Take Sports Podcast. Today we'd like to thank the first ever sponsor of the podcast, Rowdy Energy. For those who have never heard of Rowdy Energy, Rowdy is a green tea-based energy drink that comes in nine flavors, six of which are keto diet approved, while the other three have 60% less sugar. Rowdy's main goal is to produce a cleaner and healthier energy drink for not just athletes, but for everyone. The flavors are strawberry lemonade, cotton candy, chiseled ice, which is kind of like a cherry flavor, peach mango, sour green apple, orange citrus, cherry limeade, and the newly unveiled flavors of blue raspberry and grape. The three 60% less sugar flavors are orange citrus, cherry limeade, and grape, and the other six, as I previously mentioned, are zero sugar and keto diet approved. My personal favorite flavor is strawberry lemonade. I've never really been a big tea person, but to me, Rowdy Energy is pretty good. If you haven't given Rowdy a try, you definitely should. For our more local listeners, you can find Rowdy at Meyer, Casey's, or Brinkman's. Once again, thank you to Rowdy for sponsoring today's episode. Now, without further ado, we'll hand it over to the guys for today's episode. Welcome back to Hot Take Sports episode 28. Uh, this will be a shorter episode, but we're going to be talking about the NBA and the MLB. So I guess we'll start with the NBA. Isaac, I know you're dying to talk, so go for it. <laughs> Cleveland has taco! We do. The Cavs have apparently some crazy big man depth now. Oh, yeah, I saw... With the addition of Taco Fall. I think Jerry Allen retweeted something about how about how the Cavs have a big man starting five of Taco, Markinen, Mark Markinen, Mark, whichever way, Love, Allen, and Mobley. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he retweeted it. <laughs> Imagine them going up against the small ball Rockets a couple <laughs> years ago. That's like, that's like when, when they did the like little preseason NBA thing and the Nuggets had like Bull Bull at the two. And their their like average starting lineup was like six ten yeah. or something like that. That's but hilarious. I, if he makes the team, I'm definitely getting a t-shirt jersey. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 we have to. You have to Taco Tuesdays, man. But oh but do you think they end up cutting one of those five? Love Taco. I think. I think. I went out of my way to say if he makes the team. I was gonna uh, say I think Taco will probably the bottom two. My op- my opinion. Is love is debating retirement now, so he could retire from what? He's not going to retire. Why would, he, why would he retire with? I, I don't know. He has nothing left to play for. I, he had a ring. I, He's played with LeBron. He has nothing left to play for. He, he can sit there and make thirty yeah, yeah. <laughs> He doesn't have to go to a super team. He's already played on one. I'm just saying. Either he gets bought out or he retires. No, he, 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 he won't agree to out. Which brings me back to my point. He's not going to leave because he has nothing left to play for. There's rumors out there that that stuff might happen. It's not going to happen. No, that's going to happen. We're not that lucky. Isaac, with the places you get your rumors are worse than me reading through Bleacher Report on the daily. I get my news from Cleveland. That's not even a hot take. That's just a fact. Reporters. (laughs) Okay. And Bleacher Report gets all their news from reporters. Your point? But Cleveland my, reporters are actually intelligent. Yes. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of joke is that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Cleveland, Cleveland and intelligent go together. <laughs> the kidding. Cleveland reporters that I've heard it yeah. from are in the organization. Okay. 
he's not getting bought out, and he's not going to retire with thirty million dollars sitting on the table. I'd say does, doesn't he? Have, he has what this year and next year? Yeah, or this year's last year. This year's his last year. I don't remember. I've looked up Kevin Love's contract so many times. I, don't I know. know it, it might be one of your. It might be one of your top searches. No luck. Go for it. I I think I think he has two years left. I do. He does. Does he? Thank you. We're gonna have him for the next two years. At the very least, he's a veteran presence with championship experience. That's what I'm gonna look at it as. I'm okay with that, I guess. I wish it was cheaper, but it's not. We can't really do anything about it now, so. All right. So, I mean, Kyle Corver's never paid us much, but Kevin Love will just be the new Kyle Corver. Just way more expensive. Tell me I'm wrong. He won't bounce around like Kyle Corver did, though. No, but still, still at the mm-hmm. end of the Cavs bench and only come in to try to shoot threes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, Love's going to be a bench player this year. because Yeah, an end of the bench player. Mobley's going to... Him and Ricky Rubio can sit there and play rock, paper, scissors the whole game. No, Rubio's playing this year. Look Rubio the is a bench point guard. Well, yeah, I, I, I understand that much. You guys don't have terrible bench depth. Though. No, I'm, like I've said, I've said it a million times, the Cavs are okay. This We're is, young. We're developing. This would be my dream 5-4 starting bench. We would have... Take your time. <laughs> he's he's got lined, all night. Don't he's worry. He's winding up to throw 50-90. Oh. That's a YouTube video. Apparently. Well, I'll start at Powerford. Well, Markinen and Mobley. In that order? Markinen will start. Mobley will come off the bench. It might switch halfway through the year, but that's how I think it'll start. Fair enough. And then we'll have... Why am I drawing a blank with our center? Jared, Jared Allen. <laughs> Jared Allen will be our starter. Fake fan. <laughs> And either Mobley or Topka will be there. Mobley will back up four and five. Yeah, you guys will should run like a nine man ish, and Mobley would just be your bench big. Yep. Taco is not a rotational player. Sorry, he guys. Be. I I accept that. But that's my dream line. He's a locker room guy. <laughs> He's a social it's, media guy. Let's be real. It's here. very odd to hear like a second or third year player be t- be typed as a locker room guy. Because usually when you say locker room, I think of older veterans. It's also like a wealthier senior at UCF. So he wasn't even gonna go into the NBA. Then he's like, "Oh, sure, I'll be in the NBA." He didn't want to, but probably for fear that he would do what he is—bouncing around. He's making two million dollars to bounce around. I'm about to say he's on his second team. team, He's not bouncing around. Team sign him to make money. I I think that's why he was going to UCF. Because who doesn't like Taco Fall? Exactly. Apparently the Celtics. They did. They just want to win a championship. They need the roster spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. If you're a low market team and not competing to... Okay, you compete to make the playoffs. But you guys compete to make the playoffs? I, I, I don't know, know about this year. You had a worse roster. You had a worse record than the Timberwolves last I mean, year. They've yeah, added pieces, so maybe. Yeah, so have so, Congratulations. But, but either... Attempting to make a playoff spot, uh, tanking. Taco should be a guy you sign to make money from your fans. Well, I've kind of said everything I need to say about the Cavs. Like, we have Taco for now. Like I said, we'll see if he makes the roster. Happy that we got Markin in. I think moving on from Larry Nance might not have been a terrible idea. And I liked Larry Nance, but, like, if we're going to be getting younger, Markin in ceiling will be about the same time. Garland's and Sexton's is. 
I forgot that Nance was part of that trade. I, I still think Sexton might get traded this year, though. I think the Bulls got the short end of that trade, by the way. Derrick Jones Jr.? <laughs> he can dunk, though. Derrick Jones dunk. Jr. is a rotational piece in the NBA. I know he is. He's a plus defender, not by much, but a plus defender. I know, but when you put and the three forwards that were in that trade side by side, you gotta think Derrick Jones is the worst of the three. Well, that's not saying a whole lot. Larry Nance say, that depends is a on what solid rotational player on any team in the NBA. He would see minutes, for sure. Not everything is based on best player available. Sometimes it goes by fit. Now... That being yeah, said, so. Larry Nance Jr. would probably be a good fit in Chicago. Oh, for sure. But Why not? for what they gave up, they didn't give up enough for Larry Nance Jr. straight up. So yeah, doesn't matter. I'd agree. Yeah. I'm excited. For, do you want to go next, or do you want me to go next? I mean, really do you even have anything to say? Like, what did you? Did your team do anything else, or are they just running it back from last year? They got rid of Yudoka, didn't they? No, they still have Yudoka. They they got rid of Derek Favors. I can't remember who they signed. That's that's where I'm at at this point. I'm not going to lie. So Brady's team will exit in the second round again. Matt. <laughs> hey, man, at least I'll make it to the second round. He's got you there. He's got us there. Rings. Moving on. LeBron. <laughs> hey, man. Rings. That's an old argument, I'm, guys. You don't get that anymore. I'm not going to lie. I just hope we retire Earth on ISO. You're also not allowed to Lakers say rings. It's ring. 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 Un, ring. Un ring. <laughs> Uno ring. Ring like the doorbell, yes. Congratulations. Imagine Continue. Imagine thinking you had a ring with Michael Jordan beating you. Imagine being a closeted Lions fan of all teams. Imagine yeah. being <laughs> Imagine wearing a Cam Newton jersey when he got cut. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah, you're up. Dude, how he fired back. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to fire back. That's funny. All right, all right. gotta be ready. You t- oh, he folded. Took a he fat folded. Dang. I have no, I have not a boy, Isaac. I have I have nothing on him currently. I, I have nothing on him yet. Now, actually, you did just say cans to draft Jameis Winston just to prove that he'd be a top ten quarterback. Oh my god. In the top, in the first six rounds. That's true. In Moving the first six on. rounds. Well, uh, imagine buying a Tim Tebow jersey. Dude. Hey, Tim Tebow jersey is just cool. Bro, I also have a Tim Tebow Patriots jersey. You got a problem? I have a Tim Tebow Patriots football card. I got it signed by him. Yeah. Matt, you're up. Okay. So, I am excited for this season. Probably too excited for this season. Um, I'm still not a big Patrick Beverly fan. I'll never say that I am. (laughs) But it's good to have that jerk T defensive mentality on our team because we need it because... Most of our team doesn't play defense. Calm down. I haven't even started yet. No, I have a question for you once you get there. Beasley should be good. I, mm, He might be done with his jail time. Yeah, so Ed Davis hopefully doesn't have to play. I'm just going down the Timberwolves roster. I forgot about um, Ed Davis. We traded him. I'm excited to see Anthony Edwards in his second year. That'll be fun. He had the dunk of the year this year. Yeah, when he postered Yuta Wontanabe or whatever his name is. And they gave him and they gave you guys four points for it on the scoreboard. Yeah. <laughs> well deserved. <laughs> well deserved. Yeah, not sure how that worked. Um but anyways, Anthony Edwards, his defense is only gonna continue to get better and because his name is big enough now, I think he'll start getting more calls this year, so that'll be cool. He's getting better. Um skip Jake Layman. 
Um, <laughs> Jason McDaniels, I'm super excited for this year because he looked really good in summer league. Now he's playing against college kids, essentially. Right. He's right. he's an NBA player, like a full-fledged NBA player. So, yeah, he had a little advantage there. But I'm excited to see him. I still, I still claim that he was the steal of the draft for that draft. Yeah. I mean, who else would it be? Yeah, I, mean, I don't even know what year he was drafted off the top of my head. Last year. Oh. The like, Lamella Ball, Anthony Edwards. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. I was going to say, because I can't it's call close. Anthony Edwards a steal at three, obviously. Yeah. Anthony Edwards went He was one, but yeah. Oh, that's right. Imagine thinking Anthony Shut Edwards. Up. <laughs> Imagine the voice cracking in podcast. Imagine not knowing your own Where did you draft and having to ask a two-old fan yeah. who your center is. Five. Again. Yeah. Draft at five again. <laughs> hey. Hey, we got three this year. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay. Um, McLaughlin, Short King. Love him. Jalen Noel, Bucket Getter, but I don't think there's any room for him in our rotation. Josh Akogi, I just wish he'd learn how to shoot. <laughs> Torin Prince, still can't figure that I out. About Rudy Gobert. But, you know, maybe... Did you say you want Rudy Gobert to learn how to shoot? Not happening! Bro, I just want to hop into one of your dreams one night, because I, I'm assuming it's a magical land. I bet Ben Sometimes. Simmons can shoot in your dreams, too. I was going to say, no. Ben Simmons is pulling up from the opposite free throw line. No, Ben, ben Simmons oh. still builds charities in my dream. Speaking of Ben Simmons, what do you think he of Pat Beverly out. making the comment that that the T-Wolves would be a contender with Ben Simmons? It depends on what they give up for him. I was going to say, because... Because if you make a starting lineup that's like D'Lo, Ant, Jaden, McDaniels, Ben Simmons, and Cat. I mean, yeah. And then our bench crew starts with like Patrick Beverly. Yeah, I mean... I don't see why they wouldn't be a contender. I don't think they'd get out of the West in well, the first year for sure. But well, well, I, There's too much in the West right well, now. Don't you yeah. think they'd have to trade D'Lo to get Ben Simmons still? Probably. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that's where I'm at. I don't think they would ever cough up Anthony Edwards. Well, never. For no. sure, for sure, they would ask I, for D'Lo. Why oh, no, Cat and D'Lo are both gone before Anthony Edwards right now. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. And that's how it should be. To, yeah. If you're going to build your franchise around a dude, I mean... Anthony Edwards is absolutely that guy in Minnesota right now. I I don't think Anthony Edwards ever leaves. Like it's really easy. It's like it's way too early really to be saying it. But I don't. I, I, say, I think year Anthony two Edwards in Minnesota. Baby. I, I, I think know. Anthony Edwards can stay around long term. I, I don't do. know. Anthony Edwards is a big money dude. I would not be surprised to see him in L.A. or New York very soon. Like after his two plus two is up, I don't expect him to be in Minnesota, especially if he continues on the track that he's on right now. There's no reason why a guy like that would want to stay in Minnesota. If you say he, he ends says up he on likes. the Cavs, you are done with this podcast. I'm, I'm still, I'm still trying to point. talk through my team. Uh, Let me get through the last four, and then uh, you guys can You were on the Ben Simmons thing, so I thought we'd bring it up. We'll get there in a second. Calm down. Don't worry. Uh, we've got plenty of talk about Ben Simmons. So, Nas Reed, backup center. Love him. Oh, did he resign? He's going to keep improving. Oh, yeah. We No, he didn't have to resign. We signed oh, him for like, oh, I thought he was we, free, No, we signed him on one of those, like, Four years, less than four million. Oh, okay. Yeah, great deal. Maybe think of, thinking of Nerlens Noel. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, he's, I know he was a free agent. Yeah, um, D'Lo. Hopefully, will stay healthy. I love D'Lo, but that's a little biased. Cat again. Hopefully, stay healthy. And Jared Vanderbilt's another tenacious defender that just needs to learn how to shoot. Anyways, I would like for us to push for a play-in spot this year. I think with our new coach from the middle of last season, we only got better. 
and I, I think we definitely have the opportunity to do that. We should be better than the Rockets. We should be better than the Thunder. We should be better than the Kings. Um, that puts us around 12. Who else can we be better than? It's, it's, it's a great be, question. It's maybe, maybe the Spurs? Maybe? Yeah, the Spurs, Spurs are rebuilding too, so... Getting rid of DeMar DeRozan probably wasn't a terrible idea. Okay. Strictly for the fact that they can just play their younger guys. I think they did fine there, okay. getting rid of him. On that, do you think the Bulls will be good? Yes. They, they have Lonzo, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. Who's there for? Patrick Williams, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's probably DeMar DeRozan with Patrick Williams at the three. Yeah, that's one of the two. Interchangeable. The two of them at that point, it doesn't really matter a whole lot. I'm excited to see Patrick Williams this year. I think he improves a lot. Um, I think, because who comes off the bench for that team? It's like Kobe White. Is Thaddeus Young still there? Did he go to Orlando? I think so. I don't know. Now, here's a question on that, actually. Do you think they would debate sliding Zach Levine to the three and start Kobe White at the two? No. 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 Zach, not, Levine not a shot. A, Zach Levine I is an underrated three-point shooter because he dunks so well, so there's no reason why. Yeah, I guess that's true. Two. I could see them trading Kobe White for something. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe on the well, if yeah. they if they come to the trade deadline and the Bulls are between seeds like four and eight, I would not be surprised if they push to be a championship contender. So, I think the Bulls could be this year's next. They they have more firepower. Well, the problem is the Bulls set themselves up with a lot of guys that are considered really good, and so now their expectations are really high. Yeah. I think oh, if sure. I think as a Bulls fan, if you make the playoffs, you are very happy. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not talking as like a play-in team. I'm talking if you are one through six, obviously they're not going to be probably one through three, being honest, think, yeah. thinking oh, yeah. about the East. But if you are one through six and maybe seven, I think you're happy as a Bulls fan. But they're not a championship team. There's no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not yet. Nope, they lack depth. Their starting five is solid. I've always liked Zach Levine. But Vucevic isn't getting any better. No, he's DeMar DeRozan's not getting any better. Downturn. Lonzo Ball's going up. I don't know if I don't I still don't trust Lonzo Ball yet. It'll be good to see him in a new system and I think the Bulls will be a much better place for him. Zach Levine is really good. His defense needs to improve. I think Kobe White has a lot of upside in the NBA, but he's not really a one, if you're being honest. He's more of a two. He's more, He's not even just. He's not even like a two. He's just an off-ball guard. I was gonna say he's just a general guard. Yeah, he's just kind of like a dude who you can, who can catch a pass, and if you stay off of him, he can shoot it. And if you're too close, he's gonna blow by you. But he's really not going to do all that himself and pass the ball all that well. So, I do have a hot take for you guys, though. Offensively speaking, Zach Levine might be the most balanced player in the NBA. That guy can shoot the daylights out of the ball. He's won the dunk contest twice for a reason. He's can shoot the mid range. I, I can't really think of anybody else that can do everything that he can as well as he can. I mean, he's definitely offensively up there. balanced players in the NBA that can do it all. L- Luka Doncic, Zach maybe. Levine, say Luka, 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 Luka would be in that conversation. Paul George, I would put in that conversation. Yeah, I, for, I forget about PG. Paul George is an underrated playmaker for sure. I agree. That that's why I didn't. Think um, Bradley Beal. I would probably put Bradley Beal up there. 
I would say that Bradley Beal has averaged six assists in a season. Maybe so he can play make if he has to. He's just never really had to. Maybe Curry. He can't dunk well enough to Curry's be in that not, conversation. No, we're talking, we're talking everything yeah, on offense. Everything. Not just the how important does, things on offense, Anthony, everything. How does Anthony Davis shoot mid-range-wise? Because I, I know he's a decent three-point shooter. He's got a, he's got a post-fade. He's I was, was going to say, I know he's a decent three-point shooter, and he can obviously dunk. LeBron. He's massive. Yeah. I just, I'm trying to stick more to the guard category. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Overall. We're talking, generally speaking, ones and twos in this conversation. Yes, and maybe... Maybe like a small three. Three, yeah. Yeah, say one, two, stretch threes, yeah. So yeah, because, uh, so like, Jalen Brown would be in this conversation, but Jason Tatum would not. Yes. That's yes. kind of the way. Yes. That's kind of like my breaking point. So, yeah, I would put like Zach Levine and Paul George up there. And Luca. And Luca, yep. Those Luca's not much of a dunk, be my three, top three. Well, he doesn't have to dunk. He's got 7-3 KP. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Except for KP won't stand under the hoop. So yeah, he'll just. That's stand also kind of negated. I can say KP, KP is that guy in NBA 2K that stands off the corner like this. Just wait. Just waits. Him and PJ Tucker. <laughs> one of those guys should be standing in the corner waiting for threes, and the other one should not. The other one should be in the paint. Like boards. like with his hand straight up, saying, "Just toss it to me." <laughs> Let me poster someone. <laughs> Three points true. Um, I actually do have a couple more things to bring up. Before I go to the main thing I was going to bring up. Uh, between when we last recorded and now, Kemba Walker was bought out, as Clayton predicted correctly, and signed with the Knicks. So I, they now have Kemba and Julius Randle. Do you think that'll be a good a good combo? I think the Knicks got better with Kemba. I mean, they obviously got better. You can't really get worse out of Kemba Walker. I think they'll still be in that Four to five range in the playoffs. Kemba's just got to stay healthy. That's how I look at it. If Kemba stays healthy, they'll be fine. But we all know he's struggled with injuries the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, which happens. You know, that's part of that's part of sports. But yeah, I if he stays healthy, there's no reason why they couldn't be a three seed behind the Bucks. And why am I drawing a blank Nets. on the two team? Yeah, I still think the Sixers will be better than the Knicks. I don't. It depends on what the Sixers do I'm with their roster. Say, I'm about to say Ben Simmons wants out on of Philly. I I still think even if they trade Ben Simmons, they'll get something something good. I don't think Ben Simmons will. Play They're gonna have Philly to lower their year. asking price, man. I was gonna say as as more comes out, my bad. As more comes out that Ben Simmons doesn't want to be there. Philadelphia loses Value. their yeah. hold on being able to say they, okay, but we actually want this, and people will be like. He wants out. Why should I give you that when he doesn't even want to be there? Yeah. You have to get rid of him. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not trying to get him anymore. You guys are trying to get him out. Yeah. He and can. I think a lot of people will try to focus more around draft capital at this point now oh, yeah, for absolutely. Ben Simmons than giving back valuable player pieces because they don't have to. Oh, he wants out. He might not play for Philly this year. I doubt he if does. If he wants out that bad. I don't think he wants out that bad that he'll sit out. I don't, I don't he's know. He said that he's not going to report to training camp, though. Which is a $227,000 fine per day. I'm I, pretty sure. Pocket change as, for a man on a $20 million contract. As much as it pains me to say, I'm kind of I'm kind of with Isaac on this one. That, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> wow. That I never expect that one. Mark well, I'm, the day. I'm kind of with Isaac on this one. September and 5th, then, 2021. And then also... You are talking about how you like Zach Levine. I do. And I was talking in episode 27 about how I like Josh Allen. I was just sitting here thinking about it. I'm like, you know, 
and most leagues, like, there's always the division rivals. Because, like, obviously, NFL, as a Browns fan, you guys hate Ravens, hate the Steelers. Yeah. MLB. And the Bengals. I'm, I'm I don't LLB. mind the Bengals. Shut up. You're a Lions fan. Shut up. Yeah. I'm MLB, as Indian fans, it's the Tigers and the Twins and the White Sox. For me, as a Cardinals fan, it's the Cubs, the Reds, the Brewers. Do the Twins even count anymore? No, it's more the Outside Royals. of this year, usually. It's more the Royals, in my opinion, anyway. It's more the Twins. The Royals haven't been competitive since the, since they won the World Series. That doesn't mean I like the Royals. Anyway, I never liked the Royals. Well, I, Moving on. Well, anyway, Conversation for another day. Anyway, and with like the, with, and with the NHL, obviously Blackhawks and Penguins are both no-goes and any and anyone of this group. But when you when you look at the NBA, does anyone really ever think about like the divisions? Like they think about conference, but you never think about who's actually in your division. No, nobody no, cares about divisions no. in the NBA. Exactly. That's not really a thing. Exactly. They just so need weird. to get because the playoffs aren't based on it. Yeah. yeah. Every other league, they are. Whereas in the NBA, it's strictly East and West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, guess, I guess that makes sense. I was gonna say football. Be, could it's you like... imagine if the NBA switched to that though? I mean, they're already doing a play-in, which is, in all technicalities, a quote-unquote wild card. Yeah. So, like, could you imagine if they switched things to divisions? It, like, that it, would heat up competition so much more. Oh, yeah, and I think rivalries would get bigger. Exactly. I, I do. Rivalries in the NBA, historically speaking, have just been for who's good. Yeah. yeah and a lot definitely. of them are interdivisional, like Lakers Celtics. Yeah. Like, that's probably the biggest rivalry in NBA history, and they only play each other twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> And other than that, it's what? L.A. versus L.A.? I do have a trivia question, though. Who is the only player to win a ring with both Boston and L.A.? I feel like you've asked me this before. I don't think I have. Shaq. No. What, just because he's played for 15 of the 30 teams in the NBA, he was your best guess? Hot take. Shaq is the Bartolo of the MLB. Just Shaq acts his rings. That's a terrible take. That's a horrible take. Is it, though? Yes! Bartolo is not the world's most dominant pitcher, is he? Well, no, but he bounces around teams, and he's still that's good! That's not the same! He's 48, he's still good! <laughs> that's, that, no, that's an uh, awful take, Brady. Uh, you, that, that was an Isaac level take. That was, they are not, that was lower than an Isaac level take. They are not on the same level awful. anyway. Lions fan? Be quiet over there. You can't even justify Lions fan after you said that take. Hey, man, I still at least know my own stuff. Moving part. on. <laughs> Anyway, what is the answer? It is Rajon Rondo. Oh, that's right. True. I, that's that's too. I, that's way easier than anybody. I, I know. I always I saw that for the on Instagram yesterday. And I was like, oh. I knew it was something really easy, but I couldn't get to where yeah. it was. But I, I always forget he plays for the Celtics. Or it's like in in your conference of who's good. Like for example, the Michael. This was well documented in the Last Dance. Jordan and the Pistons. Yeah. Jordan and the team in Indiana. Why am I losing my mind? Pacers. Holy cow! What is wrong with you? Dude, I don't know. I'm about to say this year is going to be Lakers Nets. Yeah, that's if you think about it. Westbrook, Katie, LeBron, Kyrie. Uh, switch those. LeBron, Katie, Westbrook, Kyrie. Well, he was talking about former teammates. Former oh, teammates. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you positional wise. Yeah, right. okay. Positional wise, I mean, positional wise, you are right. right. Yeah. Both okay. are relevant. Both ways are relevant. That's true. <laughs> Both are very yeah. Relevant. yeah. And then you could put AD and KD just because they line up against each other, just for hits and shiggles. Yeah. All right. Is that all we have NBA wise? Yeah, that's all just, I got. Just a little. I've bit. got my one other thing, but we don't have to go over it. 
It takes way too long. We don't have time for it. All right, fair enough. And just a little glimpse into the MLB. Show has 43 home runs. Before you get started, I do want to put the question out there. Though. Okay. So in case you guys want to think about it for next time, when if the NBA gets rolling, I saw a question on Twitter, and I didn't want to look through the answers because I wanted to hear you guys' opinions. But again, we're not going over it today, just for, for a later date. LeBron's top 10 teammates. Okay. Because everybody talks about like the top two or three and tries to compare those, but I want the whole top ten now, in your order. The question is, is it just like over time overall? No, when they played together. Just when they played together, okay. okay. That, at that person's skill level. Okay, now we can roll into the MLB. Well, James Jones is number one, but... We're rolling into the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned, Shohei, four to three home runs. Salvador Perez... Has forty one home runs. He's he's been injured the last couple last couple years on and off. But Perez, sneaky MVP. No, no, not a chance. Not, not this sneaky? year. Sneaky. See, this not is, a chance. See, this is the wrong year for guys like Vlad Jr. and, and Salvador Perez. Because when you're competing with this breakout Shohei Otani no one's ever seen before. I was going to say, literally a revolutionary player in today's MLB. The first player in history who's ever going to have 50 home runs, 30 stolen bases, and 10 wins as a pitcher. Um, The Cardinals making a surprise playoff push. The Padres falling off. I've seen a lot of people say the Padres won't even make the playoffs. They have one of the hardest schedules left. What? It's possible. They play honestly, a lot of Dodgers and Giants the rest of the way. And the Cardinals might have the best chance to make it because our hardest opponent left is the Brewers. I don't think the, the Brewers the Bre- okay. It's like the Brewers, Reds, and Cubs. I mean, the Brewers easily won our division this year. I think, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. But we could beat the Reds and the Cubs it's, every game if we wanted to. I, I think the Reds will make it. I, I honestly don't want the Cardinals really to make the playoffs. I mean, it'll be cool oh, if yeah. they do, but... I'm, I still want us to move into our next phase, and we've kind of done that, and they've opened talks up again about getting Trevor Story in the offseason, so that would be cool too, whether we make the playoffs or not. So honestly, to me, this year's kind of a wash. If we make the playoffs, obviously I'm going to pay attention, I'm going to watch, but we're going to be like the Pacers. We're gonna make the playoffs, but we're gonna get throttled in the first round or two, anyways. So it doesn't matter. I don't think the Cardinals will, though. I, I well, think a game and a half out. I was though. gonna say it's kind of a coin flip right now. We're tied we're with the Padres, and the Reds are a game and a half ahead. Of yeah, but so what it is? I'm about to say, but the Reds are playing good baseball. The Reds are playing right good baseball. The Reds, I think the Reds play the Pirates like seven more times though, so I think yeah. the Reds are about in it. Now wait a minute, did you guys just say the Reds are playing good baseball? But when we beat the Brewers by 15, they lost to the Tigers by 15. Okay, they, everybody can have a bad game. Bro, even the Dodgers lose by 10 sometimes. Chill. Okay, but still, that they're not playing that good of baseball. <laughs> yeah, but the Tigers have also been playing fairly well since the All-Star break. I, I think didn't it was say anything. I know you didn't say anything. Oh, and it's actually changed now. The Padres and Reds are tied, and the Cardinals oh, and Phillies are two games out. I forget about the Phillies. That's that's another team that had an outside shot. That's that's going to be a good that, wild card watch. That is an MVP race that has not been settled. The NL. And to wreck both of you, we are six and four in our last ten, and both San Diego and Cincinnati are four and six. So we've been playing better baseball. All right. Okay. I was say the Reds were hot there for a while. So they yeah, up they now. were. I don't know the the Joey Votto of the past seems to be reappearing. So we'll have to see how that goes. And to push it even further. To make you guys mad? You're not going to make me mad. We've I've, played I've four less games than the Reds. Well, that helps. Yeah. <laughs> the What was I going to say? 
Oh, just to kind of switch it, switch up pace a little bit, I'm just going to touch on the Indians quick. Oh, yeah, that's fine. They're just kind of hovering at 500. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Miles Straw. Like, Framel. Yeah, Framel. Framel's hovered two games. Finally out of the slump. He hit another home I run I think today. he was 4 for 4 today. We beat the Red Sox today. We're two games up. 11 to 5. Yeah. It was 6 5. It was 6 5. I was getting close. You guys yeah. are look. Your rotation's going to be nice next year. Frank. Cal Quantrill start, continues to pitch the way he is. Shane Beaver will be back. Tristan McKenzie should only get better from where he is. I know I've hated on Tristan McKenzie a lot, but his upside is still good. He's pitched well since you have hated on him. Right. That is very true. <laughs> right. I, I admit that. All right, Clay, I'm going to put oh, this into perspective. Talking about pitching. The way you have been with Tristan McKenzie, that was me with Cal Quantrill at the start of the year. So we are in the same general boat. Right, I'll respect that. And Cy Quantrill has been a good <laughs> Bro, Cal, Cal's been nasty. Yeah, but Ahmed Rosario's been really good for you guys. Great. Your outfield has looked good. You still have. I enjoy Miles Straw. I do. You still have MVP J Ram, even though he's really not even in the MVP race. Well, it's a one. It's a one horse race. Nobody else is in it. (laughs) I was gonna say Vladdy Salperazer is going for second and third right now. That's pretty much. J Ram will finish in the top ten probably, but it won't matter because he'll be so far behind. Nolan Arenado's the same way. The way he's been playing lately, he could get some MVP votes, quote-unquote, but he's never going to win first. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, Not of the way course. But, yeah, that's about all I had to say about the Indians. But, I mean, I'm very happy with the way the Indians have been. I mean, they just sent Karen Track down to AAA to get his crap figured out. <laughs> he was just hitting his stride. Clayton, shut Clayton. up! <laughs> Bro, I'm still trying to figure out how he has a gold in MLB The Show and it still says he's playing up. I'm like, <laughs> the dude's not even playing up in the MLB. What do you mean? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how he had never dropped back down to silver. Well, Class A still a bronze. That'll be the show. Yeah, that's crap. Class A just gave up his first run in months against the Royals the other night. Yeah, he's that's another guy. We, I jokingly said we won that trade last year because of the line of the shield. No, but Class A actually made us won this trade. Corey Kluber pitched a total of one inning, and we have a closer for the next six years. Yeah, like, like that's a dub. Well, we'll talk about the Indians. Framel went four for four today, with a home run and three RBIs. There you go. He's just—he's got a little. He's help. finally back. He's—he needs a first base glove. No. Yeah. yeah. More. I think he—he he should learn how to do it. At he the very he least. Hasn't but, bad. He hasn't with the way the your team's playing, and as your team gets deeper and deeper, and next year we're gonna have the universal DH, so. Yeah. He's not going to need any glove. Yeah, that's well, true. I and, forgot about the universal well, DH. And, yeah. and they've rotated Framil in and out of the outfield to give, to give like, Jose DH days here and there. And he's looked good in the outfield. He looked better than Jed Johnson a couple times. That's just my personal preference, guys. I think that if a DH needs to learn another position, they should learn first base. Nelson Cruz played first base for Tampa Bay in Atlanta. Never played it before. That's true. Exactly. That's, that's, I'm about to say, Framil wouldn't I mean. be a bad that's, backup. Oh, yeah. I, I know that's what you mean. But... Like, they need to have Bobby Bradley, so I'm not really worried about Fran Miller winning. Bobby Bradley is going to be a good first baseman. I meant him as more of a backup first baseman. Yeah. Not, he oh, should yeah. not be our everyday oh. first baseman. Oh, That's well, not what I'm saying. That would be horrible. Next year's going to be weird for my team because we're going to be like, we've got this like youth movement going on of like Bader and whatever, and Tyler O'Neill and the well, GOAT, Lars Newbar. <laughs> I'm telling you what, dude. Lars Newbar's my starting left fielder. It will be the show right now. He got a diamond card, so I'm playing him. <laughs> and Wainwright just got a new diamond, so I have him too. True. It's awesome. Anyways, but then they want to bring in Trevor Story to be our shortstop. 
And then when the Universal DH comes in, we're already bringing Yachty back for a year, which means they're definitely going to bring Wainwright back for a year. Oh, yeah. They so the two of them are going to get a farewell tour together. Pretty much. And then when we get the Universal DH, they're talking about bringing Albert Pujols back for a year. So the three of them will get a farewell tour all together. So we're going to have all of these super young pieces, dudes like Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Story that are somewhere in the middle, and then our farewell tour for three of the players. <laughs> it's like, uh, what? What's so. going on here? They don't make any sense. Also, yes, that's it does not make sense. Uh, I've just stopped and got a notification, which reminded me of this. The Braves are on pace of the first ever 30 homer infield ever. All four of their players are either on pace or really close to being on pace for 30 home runs. That's almost as impressive as Wander Franco being one of the greatest on-base players in history. That's true. He's 20 years old. That's what, 31 games in a row he's been on base? Yeah. Wander Franco is going to be really good. Isn't the record like 55, though, or something like that? 56 hits. A hit in 56 straight games. On Can you name the second down. longest hitting streak? I want to say it's Jimmy Rollins, but I don't think it is. It is Pete Rose, who once hit 44. Four of times, he, or six times, he saved himself with a hit in his last at bat, and four times his only hit was a bunt. Two of which were in front of Philly's third baseman, Mike Schmidt. <laughs> Why do you know that? Dude, I read it in a book one time, and it just kind of stuck with me. Hi, man. You know the dumbest things. Yes, sound effects from the background, from the peanut gallery. <laughs> hey, that's my phrase. But Mike Schmidt was just quoted as saying, yeah, that's why he's one of the greatest pure hitters of all time right there. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I think this pretty much concludes episode 28, right? I do want to throw out, Wander Franco had a game where he got a walk in his first at-bat and then was out the rest of the game with a migraine. <laughs> the dude literally stepped on the field long enough to get on base and was done. <laughs> that, I didn't even know that. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Out the rest of the game with a migraine. I was like, what a guy. Hey, kept his record, though. <laughs> it's true. What a guy. It's like getting a pinch hit appearance in the middle of like a 30-game hit streak and just doing just enough. It's like, why, coach? Why? Loop, loop single. <laughs> right. Brady? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he knows. He knows. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey, man. The new one's not here yet. Don't worry, he's got a backup with Hey, I It's okay, he brought his hat too for good memory. <laughs> Matt, can I see that hat? <laughs> no. Because you're going to send you the toilet paper and throw it away. This uh, concludes up. Could you imagine today. if you would have broken a glass? Void <laughs> <laughs> the shots! <laughs> Alright, this concludes episode 28 of the Hot Take Sports Podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our social medias at Hot Take Sports 16. Thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you next time.